0: Lot Talk Radio.
1: Good afternoon, good afternoon, a pleasant good afternoon to you, one and all. It's a beautiful day in downtown St. Thomas, Virgin Islands, U.S. Virgin Islands. We're back on the air with another edition of Chatting with Dr. Leonard Richardson. Now today, our topic is Main Street, and we're going to use a portion of Main Street that goes from the post office until we get to the market square. We'll tell you more about that in detail, because Main Street is divided into three separate sections. We'll get into all that later on. We'll mention the three sections. But to get the show started, I want to welcome my cohort, my co-host, Dr. Lennon Richardson. Good morning, Doc.
0: Good morning, sir. How are you today?
1: Fine. Thank you, sir. You serve me. I'm going to show you back.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> welcome to our listening audience. Indeed. And also to Valerie.
1: Okay. Yes.
2: Good
1: morning, well, everybody. Good Good morning, Val. Yes. Yes. <laughs> good yes. afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. Yeah, that's right. It is afternoon. It's, it's about two minutes after twelve. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Barry, on it's, the ball. <laughs> it's past the meridian, so it's PM. Yes. There you go. There you go.
2: <laughs> nice there to be go. here.
1: <laughs> yes. Glad to have you, Val. Glad to have you. Well, today we're going to talk about Main Street, or Runagans Garter by the Danish name. There's a lot of history on Main Street. There's a lot of history in the Virgin Islands. And with this being, we're approaching the centennial of the transfer day, March 31st. We're going to talk about what was happening in St. Thomas, particularly in Charlotte and Mali or Top House as it was known in the early days. We'll go from there. So, Dr. Richardson, let's start with the... In the post office post office area and go west from there west sometimes for our american listeners west is referred to as going down as opposed to going up up and down refers to going westward or eastward oh doc before you get started i have a very important a very important topic to share with our audience <clears throat> give me one second please <clears throat> pardon me Uh, What I want to share with the audience is our show is getting a lot of coverage. We may not get the callers that we would hope to get while we're on the air, but nevertheless, they do listen. And here's what's been going on. Our statistics are just going through the roof. In the last 30 days, in the last month, we've had 83 listeners. And for the all-time number of listeners since the show... Hang on one second. Let me make a correction. Let me correct myself. We have had 176 listeners in the past 30 days. And since the show has been on the air of September 27, 2014, we've had over 3,702 all-time listeners. Yay! Thank you, wow. listeners. Thank you for supporting yeah. us. That's yeah. part one. Now part two, where are these listeners coming from? It's amazing. It really is. It it blew blew me apart because I thought we were just having listeners from the Virgin Islands and or the Caribbean and or the United States. But listen to this. Yes, we do have listeners from the United States. We do have from the U.S. Virgin Islands. But we also have listeners from the British Virgin Islands. We have listeners in Denmark, in France, Ukraine of all places, United Kingdom, and these last two, Australia and New Zealand. Wow. Amazing. Yay. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I just want to share that because although we may think that we're not really getting much uh, response by way of call-ins, we do have a lot of listeners. So thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And,
0: and that's- Val, that's instructive for us because when we look at that, we can later on, and we should, at the end, keep a record because that's data. And the data speaks volumes. The data paints pictures, and the pictures translate and transcend a particular language, a particular culture, because the figures won't lie. And I'm saying that because, as we look at it, our total objective will be data driven.
1: Then we can do
0: our statistical analysis, such as what is the mean, what is the mode, what is the median. From where, how many, the frequency of the distribution, how often. And that is important, as I said, and very instructive to us. And as the numbers begin to climb, we will see that, yes. in fact, it is a good thing and we're moving forward without fear, intrepidly, to use the term, just as the warships <laughs> gathered at the yes. beginning of World <laughs> yes. War II. Yes. Intrepidly. Yes. Okay, steering yes. their way. Go ahead. Well, well that's we
1: amazing. 176. Yes, oh yes, yes uh, in the last thirty days, we do have a lot of things planned for this uh, year. We'll keep them buried until the right time. But in the meanwhile, I'm just floored by the amount of listeners we have around the world. Thank you, listeners. Well, get up off you, the floor.
0: Get up off you. the floor. That's not a good place to be. I you you. Please.
1: Well, I was knocked down for a minute, but I'm not going to stay on the floor. Of course not. Of course not. Okay. Yeah. So don't be floored okay. too long. <laughs>
0: because they'll count you out <laughs>
1: yes, 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 yes You get,
0: But you get down in order to
1: get up you Get down to get up, yes, there you go There That's you right. go mm-hmm. Well, Doc, let's go ahead and get started with uh, Okay, very well Post office, start at the post office Let's go westward And before you do, please explain to the audience Why it is difficult If not impossible For them to follow us If we go zigzag, from left to right, left to right down Main Street. Let's just take with the one side of the street.
0: All right. Good afternoon, listening audience. Welcome and Happy New Year and all that good happy stuff. Happy New
1: Year. Yes.
0: As a matter of fact, happy belated Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's Day. And to Valerie, our other host, in terms of being on with her addition and her dimension of the graphics, we welcome that as well. Let sure. me begin by saying... When we talk about going from east to west, always remember that west is the position of the setting sun. East is the position of the rising sun. And therefore, we have no problems with understanding, or we should not. However, on the Main Street, we have two sections, the left-hand side and the right-hand side. It would be a Herculean task, almost bordering on impossible, to do the entire (laughs) Main Street in one sitting or showing.
1: Yes. Therefore,
0: we're going to do the left-hand side on today, and next week uh, we'll do the right-hand side. Then we'll put them all together, and you'll be able to get a holistic approach to what the Main Street is. We're going to begin by talking about the Main Street in terms of recognizing there are three distinctive divisions of the Main Street. They are, in terms of addresses, Mm Norregada, Crown Prince's Garda, Dronigan's Garda. But in the order of travel, it will be Norregada, Dronigan's Garda, and Crown Prince's Garda. By lines of demarcation, Norigada would be where the Alvaro de Lugu post office is now located. Mm-hmm. And that will end by what we refer to as the Enid M. Barr Library or Archives, and then from there, traveling further west to the Market Square and beyond, down to the cemetery, that will become known as Crown Prince's God, because that's what it is. Now, for simple clarification, let us begin by saying we are going to be traveling on foot on the left-hand side of the street, the left-hand side Mm -hmm. of the street. For contemporary people, they will view this as a store by the name of Cardow. And the reason it is called Cardow, yes, contemporary today Cardow is the owner of that store. He's now deceased, but the owner of that store, his name was Carlos Dowling. So, Dow is a short oh. form of dowling.
1: dowling. His name was okay.
0: Dowling. So, it's Dow. Yes. Many people say Cardo, but no, we know linguistically that that's mispronunciation. D O W will always be Dow because. Dao is a, a very dominant vowel, not perhaps in English, but in German, for example. Mm-hmm. So DAO.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dow Jones uh settings. So it's Dow. Doubtful D O U B T F U L, but it's Cardow, not Cardo. As people say it was D O E. Alright? Enough of the yes. linguistic so we can move on. Okay. Cardow actually was owned by the Thomas family many years ago. That is the building, the physical area. There is a demarcating well, I refer to it as object, but it's actually the waterway. It is known as the Commandant Garda gutter. And that comes from all the way up in the Moffley area past the All Saints Cathedral, past the Commandant Garda School, past what used to be a bank that was owned by the Piwonski under the mm-hmm. name of Chase Manhattan Bank. And that is where Cardau is. So I'm just setting the physical parameters of where we are. Sure, that doc. got to empty out into the waterfront. And yes. it empties mm-hmm. out into the waterfront so that now, when you look at it, and we're traveling west, keep that in mind, on the left hand side, that's that building. There were two businesses that were
1: there. No, the excuse Thomas me. Uh Dr. Seumann, let me interrupt you a minute. Before we go any further, we're talking about a gut that people may not recognize today. So please explain to them why it's not visible to the naked eye.
0: All right. Very good observation. It is not visible to the naked eye because it has been covered so that now it is no longer an open gutter. It is a covered gutter. Mm -hmm. And so all of that, including where the buildings are, they are built on the bridges that covered the gutter, that came yes. from, as I said earlier, up Marfley, past the, come down past the All Saints Cathedral, on down. The gutter is there, and the gutter actually has two parts. One part is just simply Cuminengarda, and the other part is Cuminengarda O.V., over water, over, via, we call it a viaduct. Ob, which means in Danish, over water. And the reason I'm saying that, it became known as Gard because les gendarmes, the officers, the people, the peacekeepers, resided in that area. They were quartered there mm. in the dwelling house, and therefore it became Garda. Most people will refer to it, however, the local people may refer to it as Garden Street. And then yes. there was a gentleman yes. living right on the corner of Crystalgade. And Cumberland Garden, his name was Mr. Gordon, and he began hanging flower baskets from the Uh-oh. roof or from the, yes. on his porch. So he became a okay. garden, yes. right, lovely.
1: Yes.
0: But yes. actually he was Mr. Gordon in the white building, which later on would become Mr. Sproul, dentist. Oh,
1: the dentist, yes. yes. Yes, right well, in the
0: corner, in the corner of yes. Cumberland and Crystal mm-hmm. Garden. Oh, but yeah. as we come, I'm sorry?
1: No, I'm agreeing with you because I know it well. Oh,
0: yes. Okay. Yes. But as, yes, of course. But as we come down, we stay now. We're staying with the Common and Garda area. There is another building where now a very prominent business has become very popular. It's called Ease Garden and Tea House. But well, that's around and away from Noragada and Dronegan's Garda. But just so you know, we set the physical parameters. Yes. So we're back on the Main Street. The reason the gutter is covered is because that that now is no longer an open gutter, but a covered gutter. Vehicles can go up or down, and uh, at times they have been known to remove the barriers that prevent uh, vehicular traffic. So it's really pedestrian traffic. You'll have to walk. Mm. You won't be able to drive. But if uh, some emergency should occur, they can remove the posts that are there that obstruct vehicular traffic. So that's why you don't see the gutter because the gutters have been covered. They were considered eyesores to the center mm-hmm. of the town.
1: Amazing. Uh, we now
0: we're now going to move west. Okay. okay. Our the, the jewelry store that's there, as I said, Cardau, is on the left hand side. But that was a later edition. Before that, the Thomas' family, Mr. Elliot Thomas, was there, and he had a grocery store in there. It was called. Elliot Thomas's grocery proprietorship. Mm -hmm. Elliot Thomas. And then on the other side, meaning the store was divided in half, on the other side, Mr. Cecil Smith had a hardware store on the other side, so you could enter any one of the doors, but on one side, the left side, was where the hardware store was on the right, and on the left side was where Mr. Elliot Thomas had his grocery store. He sold bread, cheese, and all the kinds of things that you would find in a dry goods store in the sense of for items for consuming. On yes, the perhaps. right-hand side, since we're traveling with, yes, since we're yes. traveling with hardware, he sold nails, he uh-huh. sold hammers, trowels, Tools. and things yeah. that would be for hardware construction, yes. that kind of thing. Immediately when you leave that area, you came to an alleyway and the alleyway was important because they were the connecting arteries to the waterfront and the sea, traveling person. But before you get to the alleyway, I want you to take a good observation of a store that became known as elverhoy
1: and it was a store
0: that yes, wow. it sold fine linens, Irish linens.
1: It brings and, back memories.
0: Yes, and Elverhoy, <laughs> as you know, in Irish. Mythology would be one of the elves, and therefore it meant good luck. And you look at the four-leaf clover, and you look at the three-leaf clover. And as a song says, "I'm looking over a four-leaf clover that I overlooked before."
1: Before, so yes. Yeah.
0: Elvahoy became a hallmark of fine English and Irish, but particularly Irish linens and embroidery. Ooh. And those fineries, that was there. Now it connects, yes. Uh-huh, no, yes. this is the alleyway. mm
1: mm-hmm. yes. I, I
0: always thought that, it was a
2: strange name for a store.
0: El mean, yes. really? Yeah. El Fahoe, yes. And as a matter of fact, I'll tell you, the reason it was called that is it's really part Jewish because oh. right next to that was a uh-huh. store called Levi.
1: Levi's, okay.
0: Le, yes. Mr. Levi had a store that he sold spirits, meaning liquor, <laughs> oh, okay. Irish Scotch whiskey, the best. George Levi. The George, yes. There you go, George yes. Levi, and his son and his daughter and wife, and they soul, as I said, spirits. You know, the wines and such yeah. thing as the fine
1: Irish Scotch whiskey and all that kind not of the stuff. Not the invisible Irish ones, and- the liquid ones. ones. Not the yeah. invisible spirits, the liquid spirits. <laughs> well, maybe there was some of those too. I don't know. <laughs> and you may have need, you may have need an exorcism
0: to get rid of them. But
1: nevertheless,
0: yeah, never he was, he, was, yeah, there he was there for a while, and then that building was, I mean, that business was sold. Uh-huh. And Etienne, you remember the Levis living up on yes. going up the hill by us, yes.
1: Yes, yes, Okay, yes, George, yes.
0: Levi, My That's a big building. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. All right, but nevertheless, back to the main street, uh, uh-huh. that was where Levi had his it's called oh. Elvahoy. Hoy. Hoy, now, yeah. interestingly enough, there's an alley going down between that area.
1: Yes, that yes. That
0: separates that building from what will become another building where spirits were sold. <laughs> and I mean liquid spirits this time. I know this, this would be Bolero, right.
1: Bolero, The yeah. Bolero
0: Liquor Store. Now, the Bolero Liquor Store was owned by some persons who came to the island who were of Jewish ancestry also, and they would be connected later on. I'll make the connection with the Virgin Islands Hotel. Kimmelman, oh. Fishman, and Kesselman. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Bolero yeah. Liquor Store was downstairs, and believe it or not, that area will become one of the real hallmarks of the Piwonski family.
2: Oh. Upstairs
0: of the yeah. Bolero was our yeah. first immigration office. You went oh, yeah. through the alley and went up the steps to Immigration and Naturalization Service
1: in the there. area
0: of the yard, you had yeah. great almond trees, and mm. almond and seaside grapes were mm-hmm. in the yardway, and they were there aplenty. Mm. Now, if you, if you came out on the waterfront side, you could see it, and that would be an area where people sat on yes. walls, or you know, to refresh themselves, or to yes. exchange the news of the day, to the yeah. fresh breezes that were blowing in from the harbor, no cool interesting, yeah. yes, interestingly enough, as you move left, keep on the left, and you go down. We're back on the main street. Now, we came back up the alleyway, and we're on the main street. You will come to a building that would later on be known as a place for selling of fabrics, Kavanaugh. Oh, The Kavanaugh's uh, Oh, yeah, Ooh, would sell. yeah I shop there.
2: Oh, all right. Good.
0: Yes. Kavanaugh. Yes. And you got a lot of good materials from there. Uh Virginia Kavanaugh was the proprietor of that area. And upstairs of that, it was a two-story building. And upstairs of that, we had a place called the Harbor Building. Oh, And the Harbor Building was painted yellow. And it was An interesting building because there was an alleyway that went down and branched off into what we refer to when you study architecture as welcoming arms, opening on both sides. And it was Mm. a place where the traffic in the harbor was observed by, as people would say, spyglasses, binoculars, and that kind of thing. In the yard, there were two large antennas for transmittal of messages in terms of Cable and wireless, the wireless transmissions were there. Now, as you come out. Excuse
1: me, me, please. What time frame are we talking about with the antennas?
0: Well, this would be in the early 40s. 40s, And this would be just, yeah, this would be late 30s, early 40s. Just before the war started. Remember the war? I'm talking about World War II started in 1945, the United United States. 45, for two years, 47. And mm-hmm. prior to that, we had World War I, and World War I was in 1914, 1917.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: at that time, the islands were owned by the Danes. Yes. When the Americans took over in 1917, they had to install these transmitters in order to keep abreast of what was going on, particularly as the heavy trafficking of the Germans coming through the Caribbean and with the United States stating that one of the reasons it purchased the Virgin Islands, semi-reluctantly, but purchased the Virgin Islands to help keep an eye on what was happening to the Panama Canal in case exactly. the Germans wanted to sneak an attack on Panama. And that brings us to another thing in terms of who were the persons who went then and whatever. So names like the Castro, the Lugo, uh, and the Young, and all those would be tied in there. And also, when you stop and you think about it, uh, you would know, Ithian, you would remember Miss, Miss Lugo, she lived in, and Miss Marone, who were your neighbors.
1: Yes, I Hello? do. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, I okay. do. Okay, well, they had, you they that? had
0: sons, sons. You remember the two Valerie, don't you? Yes, yes. Yes, they had sons and relatives in Panama.
1: Mm-hmm. And so every
0: Sunday they would go out there. Play The yeah. Marones, yes. Miss Marone yes. lived right in there, and also yeah. Miss Lugo who is related yes. to uh, Ronald DeLugu and the whole DeLugu family. But anyway,
1: back as a matter of fact, on the main... Excuse me, mm-hmm. excuse me. As a matter of fact, that's the house that she rented that I'm living in right now.
0: Oh, very good. So you can make <laughs> <a> connections. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, I do. I, uh, I, I used to live uh, beneath it as a kid growing up, and I used to hear her singing her. She used to play classical music every Sunday night. She had one of these radios. <laughs> she would turn it on. And it will take her to a s- program in Switzerland, and you hear all this mm-hmm. classical music. So, although mm-hmm. I didn't play the piano or play any musical instrument, I knew about classical music because of Mrs. DeLugo.
0: <laughs> you were, as we would say, air trained.
1: Air trained? Okay, that's what it <laughs> <Yes>. was then. <laughs> that's,
0: yes, E A R trained. You are yes. air trained. Exactly. So, you recognize the sounds, and you yes. are able to identify yes. them later Again, the on. The melody yes. that would be played. Yes. You may not have heard the words if they were singing, yes, but nevertheless oh, the it. melody <laughs> would be coming across. So you are air trained. It's like when you go to study languages, you yes. first have to be air trained. E yes. A R trained. Not A I R. She would sing along
1: uh-huh. with it too and oh my goodness.
0: What what a what a, yeah, what that's a what concert. I'm <laughs> yes. Of course. Oh, yeah, you had your yes. own private concert. Yes,
1: exactly. On Sunday night.
0: Okay, good. How privileged when you When I wanted to or not.
1: <laughs> it was called In Spite of Yourself. In Spite of Myself. Okay. Right. Okay. My mom told me to go to sleep, but I've been listening to this concert going on above me. <laughs> okay, good. Great. The sound it was descended
0: deep. to you. Yes. They yes, descended yes. to you and lulled yes. you into a lullaby
1: that put yes. you to sleep. Perhaps that's what it was then. Okay. You
0: see how things come full circle?
1: <laughs> yes, they do. They do.
0: They do. Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, interestingly enough, when we look at the Main Street itself, we would recognize that, in fact, uh, things changed. And what changed? The influx of Northern Americans, Southern Americans, people from other parts of the world. And so the yes. culture changed somewhat. But nevertheless, the Italians came in, along oh. with the Jews who were here. Oh, yes. Uh, along too. with the Jews who were here. Oh, yeah, who were here. Wow. So, for example, we look at the name Paiwanski, and we mm-hmm. recognize that they would be Jews, but they would be yes. Jews from what we call the Balkan part of Europe.
1: Eastern Lithuania. In the, yeah.
0: yeah, that area up there. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so... We are looking at what happened and what happened what happened was very important. What happened was Saint Thomas being mercantile and business yes. area more so than agro- what we call agronomics or agriculture or in terms of planting that was reserved primarily for St. Croix. It was not very successful on Saint Thomas, but St. Thomas, the knights of Malta and other areas, such as the Germans, the Dutch, the French, they conducted their maritime businesses from St. Thomas. So as mm-hmm. we come down the street, that entire block from where we were, from Bolero, which would be where the Piwanskis took over, and I'm going to double back and give some insight on that, down sure. to a corner that would be known as... Believe it or not, Rodetsgade, if you look at it, it looks like R-A-D-E-T-T-S, and people say Raditz, yeah. but it is Danish, but, and you see a line a diagonal line going through, and uh, so that uh, yes. sound is changed from that A to Rodetsgade,
1: uh-huh, okay. and
0: that would be from the main street, which is still part of what we call now Dronegansgade. And that would go from there to the waterfront, traveling now south. That entire block would be owned by the Pajwanski family. And if you went to the north, you'd be going up to Crystal Garda, which would be up towards the synagogue. You walked yes. that area, Etienne, in terms of Crystal time we used to call it going up synagogue Hill.
1: It was called oh, synagogue
0: yes. by popular, simply because the synagogue yeah. was on the hill. But the proper yeah. address is Crystal Gara. Because not only did I walk. A,
1: excuse me. Not only did I walk the hill, but I used to run it too, and now I can only oh, well, walk
0: it. Oh, okay. Well, as you get younger, the body becomes resistant. <laughs> Valerie would understand <laughs> that in terms of she would know exactly because she's not too far from where that area is. Yes, as in fact yes. the very next yes gara, which will be trumpet yes. the Garda that we will come to. But nevertheless, yes. that area now downstairs we had stores and the stores were back to the Piwanskis. We had okay. Piwanski A H Risa liquor mm-hmm. store. Mm
1: hmm.
0: A H Reese's gift shop A H Reese's dry goods store now the reason I'm taking the time to point that out is the name Reese was the name of the Jew who was in fact a chemist he Ooh. opened a drug store or what was known as The pharmacy, as they say today. A chemist, apothecary, right. Where they actually took the the elements and compound and combined them and pounded them in mortars and pestles and all that kind of stuff. And so that was the apothecary, or what would be today drugstore, or what would be before chemist he was. But he was a European, and he went back to Europe. The war got started, and he returned. So a H. Risa spelled R I S Double I R I Double I S E A H Risa and he sold his business interest to the Pywansky family oh, okay. and the Pywansky family would be none other than Governor Ralph Piwansky's parents whose mm-hmm. name was Isidore and Rebecca.
1: Isidore, Isidore. Rebecca.
0: and Rebecca Paiwanski. They live right upstairs. Well. Yes. Pardon me?
1: I know the name very well. Very oh, prominent yes. uh-huh. name.
0: They lived, yes, they live right upstairs of where the businesses were. And they also had a bird's-eye view of the synagogue. Now, mm. Jews always built around their synagogues. In those days, houses were made of pitch pine and very flammable. And so The Jewish synagogue that we have here today is one of the oldest in the Western Hemisphere, surpassing anything in the United States. But there were fires, particularly when people had Christmas celebrations and put candles on Christmas trees and winds came, knocked over the Christmas trees or whatever, fires. And the houses were built so close together, the fires spread very quickly and very devastatingly. Ergo, my point about alternating heights, They passed a law, and the law was you could not build a house. If someone was there on a property next to you, and you're going to build, and they had two stories to their house, you could only have one. So in case of fire, it would not spread as rapidly, and the whole town would not burn down as rapidly. There was also another part of the law that said you must have a well in your yard, and you must have a grappling hook, which is a long wooden hook, and this metal on the end in case of a fire. When the fire people got there, Now remember this was the day when you had not fire engines, but people would carry buckets of water, and there would be a cart, a horse-drawn cart, the pumpers, as they were called, to the location. Yeah. But in case of a fire, they would take this long grappling hook to pull down the burning part. and the ruling was, wow. take it down before it comes down on you. Mm-hmm. So as a way of yes, it made good sense. Pull it down before it comes down on you. So to pull it down. Now back to where we were and on that side we would find stores that were the children's store. You went in there many times Etienne to look at toys and you had Mrs. Anna Piwansky, that's right. Who had we called it stationery. She sold paper goods, pens and all kinds of Appliances or implements for writing and corresponding, and in the back, we had to talk.
1: That's where we could get supplies for school. I remember going there many times to get my copy books.
0: Well, that's what I just said paper supplies, yes. stationery. Yes, that's what they know. call stationery. Yeah, and yeah. the reason is when you look at the word stationery, one must be very careful.
1: Yes.
0: It's S T A T I O N E.
1: E or y,
0: R-Y. And the reason yes. the E came from paper. P A P. Paper. E-R, as opposed yes. to stationary with the A. S T A T I O N A R. That means permanent. Yes. But this was for writing purposes, for communicating. Mm-hmm. Copybooks, tablets, pens, pencils, and the sold a pen that was known throughout for good writing. And what. Oh, yes. Oh uh, I'm sorry.
1: A fountain pen. You're talking about, yes.
0: Yes. And what was the name of the pen?
1: Oh gosh, oh, it was well known pen. I, I I lost it. One minute, it'll come back to me. Go ahead, doc. Okay, Either no ahead. problem.
0: In the meantime, we'll go ahead. You'll catch up with us. All right. The pen was very important because in those days you had a little thing on the side with a pen, a little clip, and there was something called a bottle of ink. And you dip the Uh tape of the pen in the ink, and you pull along on this thing that sucked it up, suction up. And these pens were renowned throughout the world. You know, and you wrote on fine grade linen paper or parchment when you had your expensive correspondences, not just any old thing. And that was needed, and that was used so that we had wherever and not, that's, that's, not, that's an adverb. That is the name of the pen that was used, one of them. And we also had some others, but that was top of the line. And so that was sold there oh, really? in stationary store. Yes, and it was mm. also sold in another store further down the mission, but that's on the right of the side, which would be Hayes Department Store. But okay. the point I'm making is you went there for your best stationery, letters, that is, leafs and envelopes. And for all forms of correspondences, the, actually the ballpoint pen is a later edition. We're talking about a fountain pen. So yes. if you made a mistake, you were in trouble because the whole yes. thing would smear all over and you had to start all, all over. over and you had to have a, yes. a blot of to sup it up from getting too yes. far. And the colors were black and blue. And blue-black. And you wrote in black formally, and you wrote in blue, black, informally or blue. Okay? Now, interestingly enough, when you left from there, you went to down another alley and now I think it's a good time for me to talk about the alley. The alley was known for transporting the flat carts of the barrels of liquor. Remember oh, he yes. was for the yes. lake, And you could ride this all the way down to the waterfront, the waterfront so those yeah. barrels could be unloaded or uncrated off the flat cart, onto the rowboats, onto the ships that were lying stream in the harbor. So Is that was important. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and brought it mm-hmm. from the ships on in, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. what about the architecture? The architecture there, it was very interesting. Steel was not used. It was merely... Mass concrete and blue bit stone, and Ooh. what was used as the joining factor was molasses and mahogany beams. So, if you look today, if you walk down the street and you went into some of the older stores, you can still see where the concrete was held together by molasses and blue bit stone, and the stone masonry was held in place by concrete. Beams. So that's interesting, of course, as with anything, with the passage of time, it will crumble. So you have to go back and replace it and shore it up. But in so doing, you will be covering up the old stone masonry. So that takes care of that side in terms of on that side. Later on, as you go down, you have a store called Casa Venegas. And the reason I'm saying Casa Venegas is the Italians, as I said earlier, came into Mm -hmm. the business. And so Mr. Wasney owned Casa Venegas. He will later on, further down the main street on the right-hand side, own a store on the less call called Magic Lamp. Oh. But, you remember that? Yes.
2: Yes. yes.
0: Magic yes. Lamp. Yes, of course. Yes. Magic Lamp originally was down in Baretta Center, which is not too far from where Valerie's parents and grandparents were. But the mm-hmm. point is, the Italians were there. Now, why do I say that? Because. The Piwanskis are going to be closely linked to Casanelli. So, mm. right now, if you see the name Piwanski, you would see Piwanski Casanelli, and they want to make sure that they maintain the name of Casanelli and maintain the name of Piwanski. So, if you were to go down on the main street, you're not going to be able to see A.H. Reese's anymore in terms of the perfumeria or in terms of the drugstore or in terms of the liquor store, you will mm-hmm. see another name, and they have established also another store out in the West Senior Company side. But the point I'm trying to make is that the names change, but the families remain the same. And so mm-hmm. when you look at the whole structure, you'll understand that the people who did the business were primarily the Paiwanskis, both in mm-hmm. terms of the liquor the hardware, the grocery store, just as they were doing then. They're no longer doing that now because who wants to compete with, for example, Pueblo? Who wants to compete <laughs>
1: <laughs> with yes. those right, okay. a lot of work. You know, yes.
0: That's yes. right. Okay. Yes. So, but down to that corner, and when you went down to that corner, that would be the corner that would take you all the way down to a very popular nightclub that would be known as Sebastian's.
1: The on the waterfront.
0: On the waterfront, exactly. Yes. And that yes. would be the area where if you came up or you went down, you had several stores, including people from the Dominican Republic by the name of Ortiz.
1: Ortiz. They called mm. him
0: Don pedro mm. Remember, on the left-hand side, Hector Ortiz and that family, and Mrs. Alicia Ortiz. And then oh. you went further on down. You had Mrs. Callender who was from the island of Santo Domingo, San Pedro San de Macorís. Oh. That's right. She sold charcoal and salted fish and kerosene and that kind of thing. Okay, so that's me. that
1: mm-hmm. Excuse me one second. Please explain sure. to your audience why why charcoal was being sold. It was not for barbecue. So please explain for our audience.
0: <laughs> it was for cooking purposes. As yes. well as, I'm going to give you another insight. Believe it or not, it was also used for medicinal purposes. Oh, interesting. Activated charcoal cleanses yes. the colon and removes yes. impurities. And But you have to know what kind. Therefore, what kind of charcoal much. was used? Yes. Not charcoal briquettes. Charcoal briquettes mm-hmm. are chemicals. Yes. But the charcoal yes. that was used was from the burnt trees of the tamarind and the guinep. And the acacia yeah. trees, oh. Okay, why the fruit trees gave a flavor as the wood uh-huh. was burned to the cooking. As you cooked on coal pots outdoors, your food was being flavored aromatically by uh-huh. the trees themselves. Okay, so that was one of the oh. things that was done. Yeah, I Remember, didn't know that. Uh huh. Years ago, people did not Neither. cook in their houses. Right. They cooked outside. The kitchen oh, was outside. The cold pot. Yes. cold pot as yes. well as the ovens were outside. Great big ovens out in the yard. Now, there are two things about that. If rain came and you had something in the oven,
1: <laughs> you, you and I
0: have to sacrifice what's in the oven. You have to run outside <laughs> to make sure you go and attend to that cold pot or the rain will douse your cold pot and you have to start all over. And it would be day. all wet. Now, of course, yes. Yeah, so You had to make a choice. And yes. the thing was, it same with any clothing that you had on the line. Remember, we did not have dryers. Everything was no, put on the line. Those
1: days. Yes. And
0: when the rains were coming, you had to keep looking out because if they got wet, you had to start all over. All over again.
1: Yes. <laughs> Doc, let me, so, let me so interrupt it, a minute, please. Go ahead. Let me add, sure. add something about the coal pot. Thank mm-hmm. God I grew up in the area when we had coal pots. Because when we had Hurricane Hugo and the power, uh-huh. the electricity was off for six months or longer, depending on where, what part of the island you were and how fast uh-huh. you were able to reinstall it. We uh-huh. had a coal pot and my children, my two daughters, were here uh, learning about you, the coal pot. Exactly. Actually, you
0: had more than one. What do you mean? Your parents one coal pot? would have more than one. Yes.
1: You oh, couldn't yeah, yeah, cook up yeah, in yeah, on one coal pot. Yes. Oh, no, <laughs> okay, no, 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 go no, ahead. no. You had to double up the coal pots, yeah. We only had one because I'm talking back in the 80s now. Because oh, we had okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes.
0: All right. Yeah. I understand. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So we didn't use the, the one we had. And thank God uh-huh. I had it in the house. And thank uh-huh. God I knew how to use it. So therefore, we were able to cook for six months on a coal pot. Okay. We fed uh-huh. our family of four on a coal pot. And it can be right. done. Wow. And of course, we had to take it outside because it, of it puts off a lot of smoke. And yeah, that smoke but, would be damaging to the body, to the human body. But uh, we but were able know, to do it.
0: And... Go ahead. It's interesting. You're absolutely correct. But you know, there are always at least two sides to everything. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that you use the coal pot also was it kept away mosquitoes.
1: Oh, mosquitoes. Oh, I got oh, to pull yes. my coal pot again. Oh, <laughs> I got yeah. to pull out my coal <laughs> yeah, I yes.
0: one. If you wanted to make sure that no mosquitoes would mm-hmm. come, you use a bush called Moran bush. Yes. Mm. And the Moran bush, you burned it in the coal pot. You closed up all the doors, all the windows, and then uh-huh. after a while, you,
1: you took it out. It. Yes. And that's
0: right. And that took care yes. of the mosquitoes so you could uh-huh. sleep restfully at night rather than having no. vegetations in your ears.
1: <laughs> you know, they oh, exactly. in
0: your ears. Oh, yes. mm-hmm.
1: oh, yes. Exactly.
0: So I'm now glad you were able you, to use a cold pot. Did you learn yeah, it in the I Boy did.
1: Scouts? No, I learned it from my mom. <laughs> Watch, <laughs> I'm, I, mean, I, know,
0: <laughs> I know, I know.
1: Let me interrupt a minute, please, because there are two things I want to sure. share with you. One of go them ahead. Val, you can I'm jump going. in whenever you know.
0: But I am learning
2: so much. This is <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> it is, it is.
1: It is fascinating. Uh, One, I want to go back up a little bit, because you talk about Bolero, you talk about H. Reese, and then... Further down, you we are about to get to it soon. One block we talk away. We talked about
0: Kavanaugh's, be- too.
1: Yes. And parties, talk-
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I am talking about the ones that sell alcohol liquor. And mm-hmm. as a child I used to hang out behind those stores. You know why? Because No, alcohol, don't tell me you were first- a teenage. Oh no, uh-huh. no, 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 before I was a teenager. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you pass hey, you, had you know.
1: behind that. <laughs> They products oh. came in, in, in wooden boxes, and we as children used use those wooden boxes to make a homemade carts, or we made a correct. wheelbarrow, and many times exactly. I made a wheelbarrow, you, you, you find a wheel somewhere off of somebody's old used toy, or a child's toy, or whatever, and then the a lid on a
0: paint can, or the yeah. lid from a paint can became your okay. wheel. Yeah, <laughs> here's what <laughs> happened. metallic.
1: Yeah. I was making but money you know, with my homemade my it's homemade car you... because I, I used the, the car as a as a wheelbarrow. And I remember yeah. going down the hill with my wheelbarrow, going to the um, soda factory right next to the library, or across the street from the library, next to what was the store. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I was buying my case of soda come up the hill. And, <laughs> and I'm laughing because I thought I was so slick because when I got back home, I was exhausted. And when I, bet you'd I got everything up. settled, and I would tell my mom, here's the sodas, one now, she's okay, put them away. And smart me now, I would very carefully remove the caps of each of the 24 bottles of soda, take a sip out of them, each one, and make sure they're all lined up at the same amount. And I thought I was <laughs> going to get away with it. <laughs> I did oh. not. I did not. <laughs> my mom knew got exactly. Caught? I got caught, and I got blistered. Yes, sir. Yeah, you went to Miller's sort of factory. Yes, Yes, Miller's. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh Okay. Well, it's
0: interesting because as you were torn over the boxes, the crates were very valuable and very useful. Yes,
1: very valuable.
0: They also also made bookshelves. They were used for storage. And I remember very well, there was one name that stuck out, Bowles. B-O-L-S.
1: B-O-L-S, yes.
0: And another
1: one, white label. Dual oh, yes. white label. came yes. okay, With a white, with a white, yeah, a white yes. wooden box. Well, not white, but, right. box, but very
0: pale. Right, okay. Very pale. And so you yes. made bookshelves, and we took them to school to make storage yes. cabinets and things like that yes. as well. And uh, in they addition improvised. to that, yes, improvise. They also made good seatings or seats. When you uh-huh. want to sit outside, yes. yes. You don't have to worry about the rain because the rain will only wet it up, but you could always wipe that off. You yes. couldn't put a cardboard box because that would disappear, no. crumble, no. collapse. But those yes. in those days, liquor was stored and shipped oh, yes.
1: in wooden in boxes. crates. Wooden yeah, crates, boxes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would also find some straw. They would use straw in the boxes. Now, I oh, didn't yes. that, bother much the with the cushion. straw. Yes, but cushion, a lot of other people did the that. Movement. They went and got the straws and made cushions out of them, yes. Or well, made cushions right. and used the straw to them. yes. Yes, so on top of the boxes. Yeah, the we straws to to from an early age.
0: the boxes, pardon me? We learned to improvise from an early age. Well, you know what yes. the expression is? Necessity is the mother, <laughs>
1: the mother of invention.
0: Invention. invention.
1: There you go, yeah, there good. you go. Thank you, Doc. Yeah. Okay, you listen, listen. Let me let me Valerie, stop you right anything there for you a minute. want to say, please yes. feel free. Y- yeah, y-
2: you know that Elver Hoy store? That's that yes. store is where my mom spar- spotted Dana Andrews coming out uh-huh. of. You know that movie uh-huh. star who oh, yeah. came to film the movie uh, Frogmen, Frogman, I think, in nineteen fifty one. And
0: another and another movie was filmed in part right in front of Elver Hoy coming down the me. It was called The Proud and the uh, Profane. The
1: Profane. I was in that oh, movie.
0: Yeah. William Holden, and Eddie, and you said you were part of the movie.
1: Yes, yes. Uh-huh. They were part of the movie. They were being... very popular. Uh, I, I can't give you all the names right now, but um, the guy who does uh, Alvin, Alvin, you know, the chipmunks, Ross Bagagger. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yes.
0: He, yes. He was
1: in that movie here in St. Thomas, too. His early okay. movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh, being wow. filmed
0: from by the garden on the way down the main street oh, yes. by Paramount Film Company. Yes, and
1: exactly. Deborah
0: Kerr and William Holden were persons in there. And Lee Carr, one of our local yes. newscasters, can tell you yes. about that as well.
1: At, yes. at the Grand Go Hotel. Ahead. Yes, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Let me interrupt you oh, right
1: chill. now, Doc, because we have about 10 minutes left. I Uh-oh. want to do two oh, things man. really quickly. Yes.
0: That's why I told you um, we could not do the Main Street yes. in one sitting.
1: No, 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 we can't. We can't <laughs> even we'll be half back. of it. We'll be back <laughs> next Val, week to continue. But do say something, because we be we're almost coming up to you. Well, wait a, minute. wait a minute, Doc. I'm coming to Val right now. Val, okay. you are a featured contributor. Is there anything in particular you have in mind to contribute with us today?
2: Well, I'm working on one story that I posted today, and that was about, a uh, 100 years ago this week. Um, mm-hmm. people that Christian said spotted a whole bunch of battleships coming around the corner, and they Maybe. all wondered what was going on. Yeah, like American-U.S. battleships, but there were 44 right. of them in total. Wow. So you know what it is? You see this huge arc on the horizon. You don't know if they're coming for you or what's going on. Yeah. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it was the North Atlantic fleet passing on their way to exactly. Cuba. They just, they just oh, the passed US? so close. Yes. Yes, oh, and um, and you know the residents of of Christians that had no idea, you know, how their life would change in the next coming wow. months with the transfer and the U.S. involvement in the world war and the effects on yes. their economy. So it was yes. a big moment. It was a big moment and pretty um pretty impressive to see all those battleships wow. passing so close to your home. But yeah, so that's yes. a story I share today on social that's media. That's good. It's
0: really the impressive and frightening, frightening, yes. too, because yes. people are afraid. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: The, Very then, good. Tell, please tell the audience where they could learn more about your, your story online, please. Yes. Oh, they yes. can
2: follow me uh, on all the social media channels at uh, vintagevirginislands.com. And I uh, try to be regular and to share all my discoveries that I've made in the old papers and try to add the photographs to go with it which uh, yes. brings Good. it back to life, you know?
1: Oh, so, yes. And yeah. So, excellent. so that's and what I thought. And your being here brings it back to life even more. So thank you for sharing <laughs> with us. We, you We're well? proud it to brings, have you as our featured contributor.
0: Back. It brings it back in live, living color, and in the flesh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey, on that and one. And yes, so i learned so much today. I'm yes, never going to yes. say Cardo again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, great. that's true.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, anything else, Val, you want to share?
2: Uh, no, that's about it for now. That's okay. about it for now. But you know, also, okay. wait a minute, January is coming up, the anniversary of Charles Lindbergh, you know, his yes. visit. He was the
1: here landing the down luxurious. at Mosquito Bay. Mosquito yes. Bay has been changed, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: the name changed. To Charles Lindbergh, but it was Mosquito yes. Bay. Uh-huh. Yes.
2: Yes, that's another fascinating story, it. you know.
0: Well,
1: let's oh yeah, it. I love him. Well, we'll seeing oh, that we'll we'll have you tell us about it next week then, uh, Val.
2: Okay, mm.
0: cool.
1: Thank okay. you, thank you, thank you. Well, we have about five minutes, Doc. What uh, what wrap up do you want to make on that, please?
0: Well, the only thing I'm going to say is next week, with Val being there as well, our the next installment will pick up from Rödetsgata and move on into. Well, to be a very interesting area because we have one more stop before we get to Trumpeter and Trumpeter uh-huh. would be where Val wow. would come in. Yes, yeah. I've been waiting because... for
2: Trumpeter all day.
0: <laughs> okay,
2: <laughs> but sorry you about
0: that, It takes because you have to point out yes. these things because you come to Rockets oh, yes. and then you come to uh, yes. Alley, as the people call it. Oh, yeah,
1: Cricky's yeah. Alley, that's right. And, we didn't know and then the
0: part of Alley would be Beretta Center, huh?
1: Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Beretta Center. You know
2: yes. I, I, was fasc- I was fascinated to learn about where George Levi's Alley was, because oh, I really? don't know if you remember the story I shared a long time ago about Captain Franz Romer, the uh-huh. German kayaker who came. He he stored his 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 kayak in that alley, and there's a photograph. And I had looked uh-huh. through all the alleys on Main Street trying to figure out where he was, okay. where the picture was taken. So I know. knew it was George Levi, but I didn't know where was George Levi's alley. Right. Now I know. Down by know. Reese's. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look next right. time I'm in town
0: okay. and take my um, picture. One of, the things, one of the things that you can do, I think they have turned that into a sort of mall, are... Uh, in terms of selling perfumes and uh, penners, uh, penners, but, uh, colognes and perfumes mm-hmm. and all that, and and gift shop, penners gift shop, they have taken over that part also. And uh, but you will find that that's exactly where it is. So it's please that alley there, yeah.
1: Please oh, okay.
0: what used to be Reese's Reese's Alley, yeah. Hey, yeah. It's now Penner's Distributors. That's the new uh, perfumeria and uh, cosmetics and all that and all that and all that. And also two, the china and crystal. Yeah.
1: There's two, two of the alleys there. One was the center alley. Where, uh, which one? The liquor store on one side and the, the La Gracia store used to be on one side of that alley. And then right by the stationary store, there's another alley. that goes straight down to the waterfront. So which one are you referring to?
0: Well, the two alleys are right next to El Vahoy, by where mm-hmm. the immigration office yes. would be. That's one alley. And the other uh, one is right where the harbor building was. Yes. And that would one. be still Paiwansky. La Gracia, yes. it, remember, it, it, is yes. on the right-hand
1: side yes, of the main street. Yes, waterfront. Yes. I played there many times when I was in third, first, second, and third grade. In fact, even a little longer and then it moved. Doc, I have a flash. The flash came back to me. The pen you were talking about was called a Parker Pen. Is that correct?
0: Uh, that's, that's correct. And wherever. we Weave a pen. Yes, Parker <laughs> Pen. That's correct. You know, why t- you know why it took me a while?
1: Because my right. nanny Lindo, Mrs. Lindo, the, the proprietor of La Gracia store, mm-hmm. used to do all her paperwork in by ink. We didn't have computers in those days. And once right. she relied on it, she did not use pencils. She did there were no fun there was no pen uh, ballpoint pens, so she used no. fountain pens. And she that's used correct. a pocket pen exclusively. Exclusively and wow. had, I was not allowed to a, touch her pen.
0: You had <laughs> a desk. You had a desk mm-hmm. with a rolled top. And to the yes. upper right hand of the desk there was a little hole that was called the ink well. And you put the bottle of yes. ink in there. And you dip it there. So exactly. Put, that's right. Exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> I wasn't allowed to go around that because the ink was too precious for me to spill it.
0: <laughs> they Oh yeah, and not only <laughs> that, it made it made a mess, and in many cases right. it was oh, indebtable. Yes. It wouldn't come out. Oh yes.
1: Could yeah. not remove it exactly. No, and especially I, I if you think, had
0: done your your writings and figurines yes. for months and weeks, this yes. would be lost. You have to start from scratch. Oh the yes. Oh
1: yes. Oh yes. Wow. Well, as we as we come to a close, I have to say this has been very, very. Informative, educational, but it's also fun, and I want to share with oh, yeah. our audience. Please keep in mind that we do have a phone number. Our number is three four seven two three seven four three seven four. Write it down because every Saturday, God's willing, we'll be here. Valerie would be our featured contributor, bringing us her stories that she is mm-hmm. working on. Has done and, and has mm-hmm. done yes, and Dr. Richardson, of course, will be our history. Poor guy. He will show us, by words, what the Virgin Islands used to be like and what it is today and how come it has developed the way it is today. So with that in mind, I want to thank you both, Val, and Dr. Richardson for being here, sharing that. Any last Thank you very much, Val. Okay.
2: No, I think it was fantastic. I love all this vivid detail.
0: I had no idea (laughs) the
2: names of who owned what, where, and when. Oh, it's fantastic. Wait until we
0: get do. to where your grandparents were.
2: <laughs> yes. I'm going to learn.
1: I, learned, I learned was love I've learned
2: more about my own street. family from other people than from them.
1: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so, <laughs> how about that? It
0: happens at weird times, <clears throat> particularly when we get sparkies. Yes, sparkies,
1: yes, oh, sparkies, yes. Yeah. yes, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, and, you know, I have I uh-huh. have some
2: pictures, too, of my mother and them looking out of those domer windows you were yes. talking about. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, she, 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 there's a story behind those windows. Oh, oh yeah. Let us know about oh, it.
1: Let us know about uh, it when okay. you get it, Val.
2: I'll work on that for okay. you.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. very now. good. Now. Very well, thank good. You, it's folks. been a pleasure. It's have a pleasant day.
0: Too. And thank we look you. forward to next week's installment.
1: Next week. Next week's installment, continuation of our tour down Main Street. Thank you, Val. That's right. the the left you, side. Thank you. Okay thank you everybody bye bye now bye bye, bye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, the show went off the air completely and the music came back up, but that's okay. We're not recorded. All right. I want to thank you again. So long for now. Doc, you okay? All right. Take care now.